Well, you said it, Chewy. Where did you dig up that old fossil? It's a positive film. It has heroes and villains, and uh, that it essentially uh, is a fun movie to watch. It's been a long time since people have been able to go to the movies and see a sort of straightforward, wholesome, fun adventure. Well, it's a fantasy. It's not science fiction so much as it is space fantasy. And it's about people. It's about... Fin it's finally about people and not finally about science. The story, when you actually put it into words, is only so much nonsense to hang a great visual experience onto. It's the stuff that fairy tales are made of. Sort of boiling down religion into a very basic concept. Uh, the fact that there is some deity or some power or some force that sort of controls our destiny, uh, works for good and also works for evil. Marvelous, healthy innocence. Great taste, wonderful to look at, full of guts, nothing unpleasant. I mean, people go bang, bang, and people fall over and are dead. But, you know, no horrors. A sort of wonderful freshness about it, a kind of like a wonderful fresh air. It's got whatever you want it to be. It's, a, it's pure entertainment. It's like a roller coaster ride, and it can be interpreted as long as you enjoy it, which is the intention. Welcome back to Generation Skywalker. I'm Jez, and I'll, uh, I'm just going to be bringing today a new episode, a new sort of episode format for us, which is a mini interview. Reason being, I've seen something come up on social media, and I had to speak to this person. We're going to go straight to the episode now, and uh, I'm sure you'll appreciate exactly why I needed to do this as a quick turnaround standalone, rather than turn it into our normal monthly show. So I am delighted to be joined today by Paul Jason, who I, I came across this post on the Imperial Commissary. It was Zia who tagged me in this, and it was a it was a post which was made two days ago. A wild find. Now we hear about all these wild finds, but this truly is exceptional. Paul, welcome to Generation Skywalker. Thank you. Pleasure. Uh, pleased to be here. Oh mate, it's it's delighted. I so want to hear this story. Before I go into it, though, can you just describe yourself prior to this find? Describe yourself from a galaxy far, far away. How has Star Wars up until this point in your life affected you? Well, I was born in 1980, so I had the, the true pleasure of being part of, you know, Generation Skywalker uh, from the very beginning in that I had an older brother who was about two years older than me. And he had to jump on uh, getting Star Wars toys as a kid. 
So even though I was only about, what, three, maybe four when I saw Jedi, uh, I was already being handed Star Wars stuff in my life. And uh, I probably played with it right up through the end of the run, you know, 87, uh, when I was about seven years old. And I took a little break there. And then I just one day realized how much I still loved it. And I started getting toys back out and just displaying them in my bedroom. And I've been a collector ever since. Very few of my original toys made it through the melee of my childhood uh, in one piece. So most of it's been purchased at comic shops and uh, toy fairs, you know, probably somewhere late 80s, early 90s. And uh, I still have all those pieces that I've bought and collected. And, uh, you know, I, I treasure them. Uh, you know, one thing that made it through my childhood was the pop-up lightsaber R2-D2, which I completely covet. And yeah, I'll never part with that item. So it's been a, you know, it's been a part of my, my whole life, Star Wars. And uh, I probably took some breaks from collecting as I, you know, was getting older. I got into cars, so I'm heavily into the Ford Mustang. And, I you know, I spent a lot of money and a lot of time collecting those. But uh, I, I've been buying stuff off of uh, eBay as things progressed. Uh, sold some of it, which I really regret. Some really nice pieces I let go of. And I think, uh, you know, as the prices went up somewhere around uh, The Force Awakens, I got a little like, oh, let me sell these and I'll buy them. I thought I was some sort of stock trader, you know, just instead dealing with Star Wars toys instead of stocks. And uh, I should never have sold any of it. But um, I've been more so of a collector lately. I would say buying some modern stuff. I don't buy a lot of modern stuff, but I really love the uh, lightsaber hilts from Galaxy's Edge at Disney World. So I've probably gone there about three times a year since COVID led up here in the States. And uh, I've got a pretty sweet collection of lightsabers and nice. uh, never let go of, you know, I've never let go of vintage. Uh, vintage has always been my number one love, but you know, sort of what led me to this wild find is I would say for at least 10 years, I've been scouring garage sales, uh, yard sales, estate sales every Saturday, Sunday morning out here in New York, just looking for the stuff. And, uh, you know, usually after a while, I got beat down and said, I'm not, I'm not going to ask anymore because no one's got this. So if someone asks me, what are you looking for? I tell them, you know, vintage Star Wars, video games type of stuff that, you know, guys like us and girls like us might be into. And usually it's, oh, my brother's got something and I'll leave my phone number. I'll never hear back. But uh, sort of, you know, I, I've been I dream. I literally dream about finding Star Wars toys, old stuff in uh, e either in shops or at garage sales. And uh, it finally, it kind of finally came to fruition with this one. It certainly seems to be the case. Brilliant stuff. You, you could say then that you've been doing your time and this is, you know, you've paid your dues and, and now eventually this wasn't just a lucky find. This is time and time of, of trying to do this and, and getting out there and, and just having a little wander around so tell us about this fine how did this come about and ultimately what have you got because you shared 22 photographs and i'm not going <laughs> to steal your sandwiches i'm going to let you explain what it is you found buddy yeah so uh basically the find i'll go over what the find was real quick so it included all uh, of the first 12 amazingly the uh, Luke, Leia, Chewie, and R2 are part of the early bird kit. So it's the early bird kit with the double telescoping Luke. Um, the pegs are there for the stand. 
the the shipper is there the you know the white cardboard box the tray all the bags you know all the figures except for luke are sealed bags luke was opened but uh it doesn't look like the del- the telescoping lightsaber was ever pulled out because that's still perfectly straight and intact and in the lightsaber i couldn't be more over the moon about that figure i've always wanted one been collecting for 30 years and i i i saw one once the, the crazy thing i hate to get off topic but i once saw an early bird kit at a swap meet but this was before the days of the internet and i had no idea what it was they wanted 40 dollars for it and i did not have 40 dollars because i was a kid and yeah. it just it has stayed with me that oh my god i had an early bird kit in my hand i didn't know what it was because, you know, I, I had the uh, Steve Sansweet guide to collecting, you know, the price guide book. And it I don't think I had ever seen it mentioned in there. So, you know, I, I probably asked my dad for the money and he, he looked at me like I was crazy. You know, so I passed on it. So all my life, I since I found out what that was, I've been like, oh, my God, I need an early bird kit. I passed on an early bird kit. I hate myself for this. But I finally have one. I have one now. And uh, it, uh, so I had the early bird kit. It came with the original envelope for the early bird kit. You know, the wide one that you would buy in the store. Yeah. That's got, it's got the cardboard stand in there. Uh, some of the paperwork, like the documents that came with that are in there. Actually, it wasn't in the pictures because I, I put it away before I took the pictures. But the action stand came with the lot also. So they sent away for the action stand. And that is brand new. Ne- stickers never applied. Uh, the shipper box was open, but the shipper box is still there. So I haven't even seen one as complete down to the shipper box unused as this before. The other eight figures uh, from the original 12 are all there on 12 backs, sort of a combination of 12 back A's and B's. The stormtrooper is really the uh, crowning piece of the lot because that's a skew footer and it is suspicious viciously in good condition i do not know how this thing has lived for 45 years and it is it is so clean just i cannot describe to you how i don't have another figure in my collection on a card that is as clean as this i am just you know so so ecstatic to have i can't believe i own this thing at this point oh brilliant I want to get it graded, but at the same point, I'm afraid to send it away and have it be out of my hands for any period of time. So I've ordered cases for all this stuff. The cases haven't even come in yet, but I, you know, I might, I plan to case it away. And then like, what do I do with it after that? I don't even know. But anyway, in the lot on top of that, there was a couple of empire strikes back carded figures. I got uh, a Yoda. I got Leia Bespin with the um, crew neck dress. There was a, has been security guard and uh there was a hammerhead on the empire back but yeah. somebody had peeled the card up and, and took the weapon out i didn't even notice that but no big deal yeah so i i got all those figures also and then uh there was a, a i didn't picture it but uh got a land speeder in the original star wars box it was open but everything's in there stickers never applied and that's that that's the bulk of the lot she had a lot of other star wars stuff that was in there like uh books and and this and that but my brother he's a big collector also so i brought him along and i sort of threw him a bone because he'll find he'll get a random wild find and hook me up so i hooked him up and said you can have your picket whatever is not a toy the toys are mine but whatever's not a toy you can have that 
So he hooked, he grabbed some non-toy stuff, um, but it was just oh, the most amazing wild find. Oh, mate, <laughs> I'm absolutely speechless. It was brilliant. Did you say hammerhead? Because I thought I saw a Han Hoth. There, you're right. There was a there is a Han Hoth. I could not remember the other figure <laughs> off the top of yeah, my head. Right. <laughs> but I I didn't picture the hammerhead because he was peeled up. So I was right. a little like. You know, I just kind of stuffed him away and said, you know what? It's a pretty display piece, but he's, yeah, but there is the Han Hoth on there. And I, you know, I'm not a complete pro on the backs because I know it is like a 41 back, but they're all early ESB cards. Yeah. Mate, they're brilliant. The, as you say, the Stormtrooper in particular, I know there's been a lot of interest with that, With you know, with people liking or loving the photographs on Facebook. The, the Stormtrooper one, super mint. What I liked about the others, though, is the the collector, the person who who initially put these together, didn't buy them on one day. I don't believe because there's a bit of a variety of some stickers there. You know, there's, there's definitely a couple of different days worth of shopping for sure. I would say. I definitely think so. I I think you know, considering yeah, they have, have different price tags on them. Some of them are unpunched, so you could tell she got them case fresh, uh, right from you know before they hit a peg. And then, uh, you know, there's some A's and some B's, so I imagine some time elapsed between buying those. Yeah, this is this is outstanding. So what a find, the find of dreams. You know, you are, it's just brilliant. It's just so good. And in particular, for me as a collector and someone who's been doing this for quite a while, as well as all of our listeners, you know, we're in a time at the moment of sort of economic doom and gloom globally lots of problems lots of woes so to see something like this someone you know who's amongst the brotherhood amongst the collectors and, and you know bit boys girls whoever to have a find like this it just keeps the dream alive and it's just absolutely brilliant i'm delighted for you thank you yeah i i, I can't tell you like it has brought my collecting sense and my, my drive to get out there and pound the pavement and ask 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 back to life like after years of nothing maybe finding like you know the last wild find i had honestly was a box on the side of the road in the trash that somebody had a a mixed match of random vintage toys in and i noticed a death star trash compactor sticking out of the top so i slammed on the brakes and grabbed that box as fast as humanly possible and uh yeah, that was the last wild find I had. And I was like, people are just throwing this stuff out. They don't even know. Please, God, heaven, help. So um, how did you come about this? Can can you tell us the story? I love to tell the story because it's a story that I think, you know, works out for everybody in the end. So as I mentioned, I've, you know, been going to, I, I, I get up every morning, Saturday, Sunday, and I go to the garage sales, the state sales, yard sales, and I, I look and I ask. And, uh, you know, I use the apps on the cell phone to uh, hunt down the yard sales or if I see signs, I'll track them down. So there's no real magic or real you know, secret to how I find them. I'm just using public means to, to find these yard sales. And uh, through doing this, I have started my uh, just a side note. You know, I, I uh, I'm a big eBay person, so. By looking for Star Wars, I noticed I was never finding Star Wars, but I was finding all sorts of other stuff uh, that was selling cheap that I knew I could get more money for. So by looking for Star Wars has led me to start my own LLC, a small business, 
of just e-commerce. So I have made so much money off of that by buying and selling stuff from yard sales while looking for Star Wars, while looking for Star Wars, that it's, uh, it's this hobby has benefited my life in that sense that it has given me so much more just by being out there. So I'm not just looking for Star Wars. I'm using this time to make more money. And I have used like I the money I spent on this lot I made from buying and selling stuff at yard sales. So the hobby really funded itself with what it comes down to. So stopped at a yard sale. Uh, the lady had a couple tables set up and uh, she asked me what I was looking for. And I told her I was looking for vintage Star Wars stuff. And she said, oh, I have a bunch of stuff uh, from my mother's estate. Uh, she had collected in the early years and she sort of described what she had. And uh, she she's described the early bird kit and I, inside my head. My mind is reeling, thinking about what she's telling me. And she said she wasn't ready to sell it. But she did mention that sometimes her uh, ex doesn't come through on child support and she might need to one day. She says she had some uh, glasses like the Burger King glasses. So she brought those out and sold them to me for like a dollar each. So I was like, oh, my goodness, this lady, you know, I, I, I feel bad, but she's selling me these at a dollar each. But let's see what comes in the future. So we talked a while longer and I left her with my phone number. So that she can get in touch with me if she wants to sell the stuff. We, she didn't bring it out. I had no idea what was there. She had it all tucked away. So fast forward only a few short months later, I get a text message. And she says it's her. And uh, she's tight on money. It, it's Friday. She It was literally last Friday she texted me. Said that her mortgage is due on Monday. And she just needs the cash. So I told her, okay, you know, can you please send me pictures of what you have? So she says, sure, it takes a day to get the pictures, but she starts flooding me with just uh, the, the random stuff that was there, no toys. And I'm like, mm, you know, I thought there was more. Then the toy pictures start coming in. And oh my God, like you saw on uh, Facebook, I'm starting to see these uh, early cards. I didn't know what the backs were. I didn't want to ask too many questions. And a picture of the early bird kit, a picture of the action stand. And my mind is at this point, I'm like, okay, these this good of stuff, doesn't happen to me this doesn't you know I, i've searched for years there's no way my first big come up is going to be a full run of first 12 potentially on 12 back cards so uh i asked her i tell her i'm interested of course and i ask her what she wants for all the toys and the stands and she says she has to think about it she'll get back to me so we take a little while um and she's not getting back to me. And I'm thinking to myself, oh, my gosh, she's looking everything up on eBay. And she's going to see these prices that people are asking on eBay. Now, do they get those prices? I don't know. But I'm like, there's no way I'm going to be able to afford this lot if she piecemeals this out off of eBay. So I asked her, can I just make an offer? And she said, sure. So I just threw a number on the table. Uh, I will say that you know, I don't want to say the number, but it's going to take care of her mortgage for at least a few months. And uh, on top of other expenses. So I made a healthy offer. I did not walk away with this for like, you know, 2000 bucks. That was not the case at all. You know, I, I didn't, you know, this lady needed money. I made her an offer that makes sense. I could afford it. You know, I've, like I said, I've saved up money from doing this hunting and picking and selling for so long that I basically, I, I really blew my whole uh, account in, in one shot. I said, there's no way I'm letting this go. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a 
healthy offer on the table. I did it. She just said, okay, come on over. So we set up uh, a time and it was the next morning. I had to go to the bank and get it out. By the time I got in touch with her, the bank was closed. Da, da, da. But I, I show up to the house and I brought my brother with me and um, she had set up everything outside on tables. And I thought to myself for a minute, oh my God, this lady's set up all, all this stuff on a table and anyone could have stopped by. Oh, but apparently she had just set it up for me. So uh, I, I thought she was, cause she had said she was going to have another yard sale that day that I would come over during the yard sale. So I thought she had just set it up and I was like, oh my God, nobody else came over here before 1030 AM and saw all this and, and tried to beat me out or, so it was all just for me. And, uh, you know, we spent an hour just chatting and, uh, she, I, I assume she was really happy with me because she basically told me have her life story, told me everything she's got going on. And I, I felt really good by the end because I knew, you know, she told me basically what she was going to be able to use the money for. And it seemed like a giant sigh of relief to her to have the cash. And, um, I guess, you know, this being part of the story was that, like I said, the toys, everything came from her mother's estate. So she was a little young when she saw Star Wars. She said that she saw the original movie in the theaters with her mother. And she just remembers seeing her mother's face light up when the when the opening scroll came up. So she had a lot of these memories with her mom. And this was like, as you could tell from the pictures, everything was well taken care of. So this is stuff her mother loved. And uh, her sister wouldn't let her just have it. Her sister made her buy it out of the mother's estate when the mother passed. So this stuff has a lot of sentimental meaning. And, right. you know, it was I'm sure it was hard for her to let go of. But it felt like one of those TV shows, you know, like American Pickers or something like that, when you see somebody let go of something and everyone's happy because yeah. the buyer's getting what they wanted. The seller's getting money that they could really freaking use. So, you know, hearing her, her stories about her mom's attachment to these items and, you know, she was letting them go, but she was, you know, she has to take care of her two children. So it was, uh, it was really a heartwarming thing. And then, you know, my brother, he picked through the stuff and, and paid up for like, some lunch boxes and some cards and you know that she had like books and stickers and soap you know all all the random stuff that you see out there which you know i was already i was so i gotta tell you i i really should have opened my eyes a little more because i was just so focused on these toys as you could imagine that i didn't yeah, realize right. that you know the value honestly of the like the lunch boxes were mm. never used uh, stickers are still on them so it was just amazing you know, in the end, I had no idea what they were even worth because I wasn't trolling eBay on every single item. I was just like, there's a small head Han Solo 12-pack B in front of me that is clean as can be. Oh, my God, I don't have the money to afford this on eBay, but I can buy it right now, right here. Oh, my God, there's a Jawa. Oh, my God, there's a, a Tuscan Raider. I was just so stunned by what I was looking at. Wow. <laughs> What a brilliant story. Really, really good. I'm just going to pause for a second. I'm just going to pause for a second. Yeah. The Obi-Wan Kenobi. Now, I've zoomed yeah. in on the lightsaber. What's going on there? Is is that just tucked right in and just the tip sticking out? It's 
is actually the um, the back of the lightsaber is extended past the opening and it's kind of sliding up his arm a little bit. Right, right, okay. Yeah, because all I saw was a tiny little thin piece and nothing else. I'm like, well, what on earth is going on there? Right. Okay. Some people have asked if that could potentially be a DT. <laughs> and if that was a DT, oh my, uh, I, I tell you what, man, You've seen the the pictures and the general generation of this. Imagine that was like a vinyl cape Jawa and a mm -hmm. DT Vader or a DT Obi Wan. I I would have felt mm. bad not offering her a five digit number. You know, I would have I would have been like, oh, this lady could completely take care of her problems, but I need to have this item. Cool. Mate, no, it's it's absolutely brilliant. Delighted for you. You know, you've given us all a new hope. You've ah, given, yes. <laughs> entirely. You've given that lady a new hope. And us as listeners and collectors, you know, you are Generation Skywalker. You've done it. And, um, yeah, well done. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. I never doubted you for a second. Wonderful. Paul May, I am absolutely delighted for you. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us. It really uh, has uh, made my day to hear this story. It's been brilliant. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm honored to come on your show. This has been so, the first time I've ever on a podcast, so totally cool by me. Man, you, you're more than welcome and you'll have to come on again sometime. So, uh, yeah, yeah you, are, you are Generation Skywalker and, uh, and well done. Have a great day. Thank you, sir. Bye. Great shot, kid. That was one in a million. Remember, the Force will be with you always. Wow. So what an episode. What an interview. What a lucky man. A, a man who has clearly, you know, worked for it and lived the dream. So, yeah, well done. If you like this episode, continue to check us out on generationskywalker.com. Do a monthly vintage collecting episode called Those Old Fossils. But Generation Skywalker also cover all eras, all passions, all Star Wars. So we also do a monthly show dedicated to modern called The Modern Way. But we'll also cover TV shows, film anniversaries, trailer reactions on our YouTube channel, Generation Skywalker. We've got some Skywalker Blasts, which are slightly shorter programs. We've got all of our main podcasts are enhanced on YouTube. And we also do unboxings as well. So a whole host of stuff. Check us out on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and a dedicated vintage collecting on Instagram, which is Gen underscore Skywalker underscore vintage so all sorts of ways to get in touch with us if you want to get involved be sure to send us a voice message to generation skywalker at gmail.com or send us a message on our facebook group we are generation skywalker thanks for listening thanks for watching may the force be with you